our goal is not necessarily to get somebody into a monument treatment plan, right? Our goal is to get somebody to the right place. And if monument treatment plans are right for them, then great. If they're not, we still want to get you to the right place, even if it's not a monument. I'm your host, Dave Knox, and this is Predicting the Turn, a show that helps business leaders meet their industry's inevitable disruption head on. Welcome to another episode of Predicting the Turn. Today, we sit down with Mike Russell, who is the co-founder and CEO of Monument, which is an online treatment platform for those looking to change their relationship with alcohol. Mike, welcome to the show. Dave, thank you for having me. Very excited to be here. So I want to get into the origin story of what really inspired you to launch Monument and go on this journey of starting this new business. It's funny. I, I uh, It's very much a productization of my own personal experience, which at the time I was not even thinking about as a, a business or a technology. I was just trying to figure out how to kind of solve my own challenges with alcohol. And really what my challenges were was I, I wasn't an everyday drinker. I, I, was, I was drinking maybe once a month, you know, sometimes once every two months. But every time I had a drink, I would have endless drinks. And I would constantly, you know, kind of trigger and convince myself, oh, I can have one drink, but I never actually was able to have one drink. And I finally came to terms with the fact that I wanted to break the cycle. I couldn't do it on my own and I needed some help. And when I went out there, a lot of the treatment was built around, you know, the, the daily drinker or a different kind of um, use case than I felt I was. So through research and talking to friends, I discovered that there was medication out there. There was non-controlled substances, FDA-approved medication that was out there to help stop, you know, alcohol use. So I started taking a medication called Sulfuram. And what that did is I take it in the morning. And in the morning, I never wanted to drink. I never thought I'd drink. I didn't crave alcohol. But when I hit that trigger, whether it was a week or a month later, I had that in my body. And it broke down my body's ability to metabolize alcohol. So if I were to drink on it, I'd get sick. And that's really all I needed to kind of break the cycle. And then there's a follow-up there to once I changed that behavior, I had to tackle some of the mental health issues that were arising after I stopped the, the cycle or the pattern of drinking. And I did that through uh, a very specific type of therapy. And you know, I think as, as I was kind of having success here, I was writing things down. I have an idealist, right? So I was writing things down that are like complicated or not easy or, or harder than they should be. And I put it on my idealist. And when I had exited my prior technology company and I was finished with my earnout, I looked at my idealist and I saw this and I said, maybe there's, there's a business here or there's a way to reach people, you know, at scale and help them. There's probably a lot of people out there like me. So that's kind of how it all started. And how exactly does Monument work in that kind of what you built off of that idealist? Yeah. So I really built, like, tried to build it in a way that, like, was a mirror of my experience, right? So number one, first and foremost, I wanted to give people the ability to join for free and educate themselves. And, and how did I learn? I learned through reading, you know, medical documents, but I also learned through talking to people similar to me, what worked for them, right? So there's a community, first and foremost. You join, it's anonymous, it's free, there's resources, there's tools, there's forums to talk to other community members, and there's totally free therapist-moderated support groups by topic. And you can join those at specific times, and you talk to others in the group, and, and again, the therapist is there to moderate the group, right? And the whole goal is to educate somebody on where they stand, what worked for other people like them, what didn't work. And at that point in time, you know, there are 
the next step would be to join a medical treatment plan. Now, our goal is not necessarily to get somebody into a monument treatment plan, right? Our goal is to get somebody to the right place. And if monument treatment plans are right for them, then great. If they're not, we still want to get you to the right place, even if it's not a monument. But if somebody joins a monument treatment plan, they get access to a video chat with a physician, and they would work with that physician to understand their medication options. And if right, the physician could prescribe it right there, right through our platform, it gets delivered right to your home. And then there's ongoing therapy. So you have video chats with a therapist, and you can do that every other week or every week, depending on which plan you join. And that is very much focused on specific mental health conditions that would arise when somebody changes their relationship with alcohol. It's not talk therapy. It's tailored to this specific use case. And that, that's pretty much what a, what a treatment plan looks like. So between community engagement and the medical treatment plan where you have real clinicians, therapists, and, and physicians working with you, like we've seen pretty amazing successes on the outcome side. So you mentioned that you know, you've been part of the founding teams of a bunch of different startups before this one. But this is probably the mo- most personal connection that you've had to a business. Um, you know, how that really changed your experience as a founder and as a leader? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I've spent a lot of the last, you know, 10, 11 years in technology making things easier for people, leveraging technology to make things easier, simpler, more cost effective. I've never had a company or an experience where we built something that actually saved people's lives or saved people's families. And I think. Seeing the response from our members, you know, some of the letters and notes that get written in, like we're able to reach people and truly make a difference in the trajectory of their lives, like, and get them on and help them get onto a better path. And we've gotten to know people and such amazing, brave people that are members of, of Monument. And I'd say like, that is to me, the most rewarding experience I've ever had in a business is being able to kind of like firsthand get these notes and see how what we're working on every day is making significant impact to people's lives and making them better. You know, if we look over the last two years, you know, there's been a rapid change in just the telehealth industry as a whole uh, because of the pandemic and everything else that's come out of it. How's that really impacted Monument's operations in your own marketing? Yeah, it's funny. We actually... You know, we were we were in beta in in January 2020, and we we launched totally by coincidence in May, right right into the pandemic. And I, you know, I I think what what happened was unfortunately, you know, there were extreme like increase of 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 alcohol consumption during the pandemic, right? So by total coincidence, we were delivering a service that really helped people at the time they needed us most. And number two is. Consumers were willing to adopt technologies, you know, during the pandemic when they were in isolation that they may not have adopted otherwise, right? Giving way to Monument and a lot of like direct to consumer healthcare companies we now see having success. So I think those two things combined really was like a a perfect storm of, you know, people were willing to give us a shot. They were drinking a lot, they were stuck, they were cut off from their prior treatments. And they were desperate, right? And we went out there and you know, we initially were going to look at uh, therapist-moderated support groups as a way to make money. And we looked at the landscape. We're like, we, we got to get this out. Like, we, we cannot charge. We got to get it out for free. So we decided to subsidize the cost of the therapist as a business and offer it for free. And that was the first big thing. People started joining the groups like crazy, right? And then they would join treatment. And, you know, we were super cost-effective on the treatment side. We were free on the group side and the community side. And, you know, I just... 
I, I just think like, you know, the, the pandemic was, was just a situation where we were in the right place at the right time to help people, you know, anywhere in the country at scout. And, you know, that, that's kind of how the business started, you know, how it launched. With that in mind, you know, the, the doors of telehealth have kind of been opened over the last year. And because of that, a lot of other entrepreneurs are coming up with new ideas, new ways to approach this. How are you continuing to differentiate Monument when you're still in this early stage growth at the moment as well? Yeah, I think, you know, there, there's so many different healthcare challenges, you know, that can be tackled, you know, and, and you know, you can really build technology to, you know, deliver better treatment, more cost-effective treatment, reach more people, right? Break down some of the barriers of, of the healthcare world. I think we have a maniacal focus on alcohol use disorder. There's 40 million Americans reported that have a challenging relationship with alcohol that have, that have drinking problems, right? That's a lot of people here. And worldwide, it's astronomical, right? So we're going to continue to stay focused on alcohol use disorder. We're going to continue to stay hyper-focused on our North Star KPI, health outcomes, right? We're not just looking to grow a business or grow revenue. We want to make sure at the end of the day that members that join Monument, the community, and then the treatment plans are getting better, right? And they're getting better at a better rate than anywhere else in the world. And I think like our specific vertical focus and our maniacal focus on making sure the treatment works and health outcomes will be what sets us apart at the end of the day. Talent is a big part of predicting the turn. And as we talk about talent, I wanted to mention one of our sponsors, Hunt Club. Imagine the power of the best marketers in the world helping you to find your next marketing leader. That's the power of Hunt Club. Hunt Club is a new category of talent company that powers the network of experts, connectors, and business leaders to help you find the best talent. Let's face it, recruiting hasn't changed with the times. Hunt Club is changing the recruiting game by leveraging technology and crowdsource referrals to find you the best people possible for your company. Stop paying job boards that don't work or recruiting firms that recycle the same active candidates. Partner with Hunt Club. Now, when you think about that, and you know, in your business model, in a way, your success means the elimination maybe of somebody using your product. So how do you think about that cycle of the free product, the paid product, the end, end success, if you will, overall? Yeah, I mean... Listen, I think like we look very much at alcohol use disorder as, as a medical condition, right? Like you would go to take medication if you're, if you're sick, you know, like that's similar to how, how we approach it. And, you know, based upon my situation and others that we're seeing, I believe this can be effectively treated, you know, through medication and therapy, but it's chronic. It doesn't go away. So, so I very much believe that somebody should be on that medication for life. They should be engaging in parts of the community or parts of treatment for life, right? And maybe, you know, there's a point where they graduate from certain aspects of the treatment or the frequency can go down. But I think Monument is something that should be part of, you know, our members' lives into perpetuity and to make sure that, you know, success rates stay high, relapsing stays low, and people can enjoy like a, a healthy, happier life. Yeah, with that in mind, you launched Monument as a B2C business what what drove that and was it this philosophy that needs to be really integrated for life into somebody so it's funny like you know pre pandemic 
you know, everyone thought we were crazy. Everything, you know, in healthcare predominantly was B2B, right? Oh, B2C doesn't work. B2C, you know, my thought was really that it does work when you have somebody that is so scared to talk about the stigma around addiction or to talk to their employers around addiction. You know, I've heard cases, people are paying out of pocket tens of thousands of dollars when they have the insurance that would cover it just because they don't want their employers to find out. So my thought was, you know, we need to build something that's extremely private, very affordable and effective that gives people comfort, right? And we need to go directly to the people to start. And we need to build the trust that way. And ultimately, that ended up kind of being the right decision, right? We have about 30,000 on the platform right now. And, you know, people are joining at higher rates every day. And I, I just think like, Going direct to consumer, you know, in a in a really kind of hypersensitive area like addiction is the best way to to launch and you know, thinking about how you maybe address the B2B channels at a later date. So talking about that hypersensitivity, you know, there's still a lot of stigma around unhealthy alcohol use. How's monument really helping break that stigma as you grow? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think in all the messaging and everything we do, we very much view this as a medical condition, right? Like you're sick. It's not your fault. You know, the way your, your, your brain chemistry works or, or whatever it is that drives, you know, alcohol use disorder in some people and not others is a medical illness. And, and, you know, we really try to hammer that home and we connect people with clinicians, real physicians, real therapists, you know, and, and, and we administer access to medical treatment, right? So rather than shaming people or making them feel bad. We want to empower them. We want to educate them. We want them to feel really good about taking that first step in joining Monument or any treatment because that first step is so hard. It's so hard because of kind of the stigma and the dialogue around addiction. Um, You know, and I think through our ads, through the work that we do, you know, through some of the, um, you know, work we do internally as a company, even, right? Like, None of our events are built around alcohol, right? And, and when, you, when you take alcohol out of the equation, like you have like amazing activities that build bonds at a different level between employees, right? So it's, it's, it's kind of like when we have the opportunity transferring that knowledge over to other employers that can help remove it and kind of like take that out, you know, and, and you know, just remove alcohol from the center of everything and let people kind of try new things and, you know, feel good about going to, to events and feel good about kind of themselves. So, you know, so that's one of the ways that you're kind of building this company a little bit different from a culture standpoint, et cetera. What else have you been doing different with Monument uh, as you build it this time around? From a culture standpoint, well, it's totally different. I mean, I'm, you know, this is a remote company. I think, you know, historically, We've gone, we've all gone to an office, right? We, we've gone to an office. We've, we've had, you know, in-person relationships. I actually never believed prior to the monument that, you know, a company, a startup could, could grow and be successful in a remote setting. So I think I've, I've had a whole education myself on this, seeing, you know, a, a company like with wonderful people engaged, you know, really work while in a remote setting. So, you know, we've tried to do as much as we can, you know, with culture, focus through Zoom and video chats. We brought in kind of team building activities all through video chat. And we're moving back towards opening an office again. But we're going to open it in a different way. You know, I think I've learned that 
you know, some people really do work better remotely and some people work better in an office, right? So creating a culture and an environment where people have the power to choose, right? And so they can work from home. They can come in. There's always a space for them. And maybe, you know, once a week, you know, there's, there's a required, you know, team day where everybody's in there kind of meeting together and then there's an all hands. So I, I think like kind of a new a focus or a new way to look at culture for me in terms of how people work and understanding that people work differently and, and better in different ways is like really, really important. And I think, you know, events are super important, right? I, going back to what I just said before, meet in a park, you know, do escape the room, go bowling, but do things that are not always in a bar, you know, with people drinking. And what we've seen, you know, from doing some of these things is like the bonds people create and the ideas that are generated are far superior to, you know, the, the typical three-hour open bar, you know, corporate party I think we've all got accustomed to over the past, you know, year. So I don't know. I think that that's like super important and people really like enjoy doing something different. You know, when you look at entrepreneurship, there's a lot of parallels and challenges just like, you know, the stigma around alcohol use, there's mental health, there's all these other things. How can we as leaders kind of destigmatize some of those things and help our people to be at their best and not be afraid to address some of these things? Yeah. So, you know, I guess going back again, like starting with the way that we bring people together in our companies, super important, right? Let's not put everybody, you know, into a situation where everything's centered around drinking. Right. That's number one. I think number two, like, you know, like from day one, build employer employee trust, you know, like understand at least the way we look at it is as a medical condition, it's not your fault. It's not, the, it's, it's, it's not somebody's fault that they're struggling with addiction. Right. And it can be treated medically. So let's educate and let's get ahead of the problem. Let's let people know that as, as founders, as leaders of companies, we want you to come to us. We have packages in place that are built specifically to help you. And we know if we make that investment and you come to us, you're going to get better and the companies are going to get better as a result. Rather than kind of creating an element of fear in people's minds, I think that that's super important. So, you know, as we move into 2022, what's next for a monument? Yeah, I think, you know, right now we're very much focused on growing the consumer base, but also like, you know, it's, it's important to me and important to the founders and the whole company that this is something that is affordable or free for everybody, right? So what we're trying to show is that we can deliver higher quality care at a fraction of the cost, right? And that's really important. Better health outcomes at a fraction of the cost, not just lower cost, but better treatment. And by doing that, we could show significant cost reduction. And I think phase two is working with, you know, partners across the payer landscape, you know, sections of the government to figure out, how we get coverage and how this is totally covered or affordable for everybody in the U.S. and eventually the world, right? Because people shouldn't have special treatment or access to addiction based upon where they live, demographics, income levels. It should be an equal playing field. Everybody should have access to monument and, you know, medical treatment that works. So that's going to be a really big focus for us. You know, now that we, we have some data around success, we have a growing, you know, member base, we have the leverage to start going out and really talking about partnerships and, and cost reduction or, or, you know, full coverage of costs for people going forward. Any uh, parting advice you'd give to your fellow entrepreneurs and founders? Yeah, just uh, as it relates 
to something like Monument, I would say that it's passion driven, you know, and, and when you're driven by passion, you know, I think the, the odds of success go up significantly, right? Because really with this business, we can't fail. People count on us, like people using it and people we need to reach, they count on us and we have to deliver for them. So I would say, do something you love that you're passionate about that's rewarding to you. And, you know, I think that's kind of the best way to get up and go to work every day is to feel like that passion and that drive that comes out of the work that you do. So that would be kind of my advice, but, you know, take it for what it's worth, I guess. Well, that's a great place to uh, end on. So I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to share the story and the journey that you've been on with Monument. Yeah, my pleasure, Dave. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity to be on, on your show. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the show, hit that rating and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And for more resources, head over to predictingtheturn.com.